somebody? How many of you talk to somebody? Let me see your hand. Wow! Obedient people. I hope some accepted it. Did I accept it? Good. So you're bringing the person when? Huh? Oh, you should have brought the person when somebody gets born again, it's hot, hot. He wants to know this. So bring the last the last day, uh, day, we will pray for all of them. So if you win the person, just bring the person to church. Last, the last day, I think we will acknowledge them and really let them know that they are among the brethren. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be born again. And there's nothing more important than becoming a child of God. Because the life on earth here is brief. Everybody in the flesh is terminally get, going to get an end as if you are sick, but you are not sick. And you know they've given you a, dead, a deadline that you will die this day. Each one has been given a deadline. Some of them have been given 50 years, some of them 70 years, some of us, uh, some 100 years. But at the end, everybody will get to the end. Have you thought about it? I'm not frightening you. That's the reality. But are we prepared? And I believe that whilst as we speak and preach the gospel, we should also understand that there are sins. Sometimes when we talk about people think that they are too good. You know, some people by nature they are well cultured. So they compare themselves even to a pastor. I say, This pastor, my papa, and papa. So I don't need Christ. But we must all understand that there are sins we all commit, isn't it? And there are sins we've inherited. The sin you've inherited, <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Huh? The Bible says that the fathers have eaten what? The grapes, the sour grape, and it's not the fathers who, the sons, <laughs> their teeth and or what? They've inherited what their fathers have done. It is not even the sons. Let's have eaten the grapes. <laughs> so, you can say, oh, because I didn't sin. Yes, Adam sinned. <laughs> Once Adam sinned, 
We are all sinners. Once your root is a mango root, you will bear mango fruit. Oh. So, what we do or what we call we sin is not because we want to sin, it's because our root is sinful. It is just the manifestation of who you are. It is just the fruit of the tree. It is not the mango fruit that makes the mango mango. It is a mango tree that makes the mango fruit fruit. Mango fruit. Isn't it? So we will all have to let people understand. And I thank God this simple gospel is very powerful. And as we preach it, I believe that there is also a reward. I want to go to heaven one day and see people rejoicing and that because of me I've been a channel for those who to be able to know Christ. And I hope you won't go to heaven alone and you'll find nothing to show. If there are anything we want to gather on earth here, it is to gather heavily prices. People are laboring Sweating, learning, piling up degrees so that they can get degrees. What are you doing to get yours up there? What we gain here is only a brief time that you will enjoy it. How many know that? If you're a PhD, if you're a professor, 70 years, 80 years, when you are dying, you die, the best thing we can do for you is to bury you with the certificate. And you know you cannot use that certificate where you are going. It is nothing there. It has no value there if you don't put value on it on FEM. If you have that certificate and you use it, in such a way that men can be saved, men can be helped, you are putting value on it for the future. If you are an MD, you are a driver, you are a messenger, you can put value on it that can extend to the heavenly places. If you are a rich man, you can put value. That money cannot be spent in heaven, but that money can be converted into spiritual things that can be laid up as treasure for you in the near future. And those treasures, nothing can destroy it. Those treasures are not ex- enjoyed only for 70 years by reason of strength, 80 and by reason of further strength, 90. And by reason of another strength, 100. And by reason of another strength, 110. And if you are Methuselah, she can go to 200. 
But he didn't met Tusala. After his 900 and what, 60? All the years he gained, it came to an end. There is an end on this earth. But there is what we call eternity. Eternity has no end. Say amen. Brethren, I just wanted to add up to what happened. But today, I want to share with you that you can bounce back. Tell somebody you can bounce back. See, this world is full of falling and standing. If you don't want to progress, then you can't fall. From your childhood, you are taught. God, nature have taught us that when we begin to walk, we fall. How many of you, when you were a child, never fell? When you were a baby and you wanted to learn to walk, you never fell. What about if you said, now I'm falling, I won't walk again? You then crawl on the ground. Even when you crawl, you fall. Man is bound to fall. From the day Adam fell, man is bound to fall. Man sometimes is bound to fail. No matter how spiritual you are, at a point, at your lowest point, you can sleep. But when you sleep, don't stay there. Rise up again. I hope you're getting me. Don't give up and don't be discouraged. The scriptures give way that if we sin, we have what? An advocate, a lawyer, an attorney, somebody who is there to speak on our behalf. We have a lawyer that is with you, that is in you. To interpret the laws to you. To interpret the life on this earth where you will not break the rules to you. We have our lawyer, Jesus Christ, who is in the right, on the right hand side of the Father, who also, anytime you are getting into them and trying to play trick with you, he talks for you. He said, Father, I have paid the price for this man. Before he sinned, I paid the price. I've done, you know, sometimes you pay advance. I've done advance payment for whatever this man did. So Satan cannot hold him for that. While God is talking for us, the Holy Spirit is also helping us. He said, I will send you another helper. It means that when Jesus was on this earth, he was helping them, he was explaining things to them, he was guiding them, and now he's leaving. He said, and when he said another, it means that he's coming to do 
the work which he was doing. I don't want to leave you like orphans. And we are not orphans. That is why when a believer falls, I know he will rise up. That's why we need to pray for believers. When they fall in their businesses, when they fall in their life, you see, the only group I see that kill their soldiers when they are wounded is Christians. When somebody is shot with meekness, knowing that the same bullet can get you, let us help them. If we restore such people back, there is joy in heaven. God knows that a soldier has been won. A soldier has been won. The kingdom has been strengthened. So let's encourage one another. I am not giving you a lance to say that, hey, prophet says that we can fall. That's not where my, sometimes you preach, people take it to the stream. What I'm saying is that we can really fall. And none of us here can tell me he's never fallen before. But when we fall, we don't lie down. Rise up again. I like the story of Samson. After he's been arrested, after he messed up, after his, his eyes were even being removed, after he was being ridiculed, he prayed a prayer. And if you were God, you say, stupid guy. I gave you all that strength to do this work. You know, something is as selfish as us, isn't it? Every selfish person will look at his interest first. The people he, he was supposed to deliver, God's people, but almost all the battle he fought is he'll go and create trouble and fight for himself. Almost all the battle he fought, he fought because of him. Oh. He never fought for the people, he fought for himself. But God still had him. He said, Lord, let me die with this people. I want revenge. Restore my strength. The Bible said that, and Samson's hair began to grow. Your hair will grow again. Your strength will come back again. Your zeal will be restored again. Your business shall be restored again. And the Bible says after his restoration, he killed more than ever that he's killed in his life. Tell the devil you're coming. 
Sometimes people think that if I'm serving God, why was I defeated? Why did I fail in this? Because sometimes you even have heard from God. God has spoken to you. How many of you have gone through that? And you, you obey God and you go and the thing doesn't work. Like the day I obeyed God and the dogs were released on me. You begin to question God. God, didn't you speak? Were you not the one talking? <laughs> he was the one. <laughs> My ways are not prophet Anos' ways. <laughs> The ways of God is not our ways. But the result was that the man will be saved. And the man was saved. And thank God I saw his salvation. There was a man who had a concubine. And the concubine ran to his, his parent. And he chased to go and take I think, a Benjamite. He went and looked for the concubine. The parents started playing, uh, you know, I don't say, he says, sleep here tomorrow. <laughs> they didn't want to release their daughter. Then one day, God said, hey, I'm going with my daughter. So he took the lady and on their way, darkness fell. There's always a time when we are going. In our journey, darkness will fall. Sometimes you may not know what to do. Sometimes there are evil will be waiting for you. So they went to end up at a city and they said you should stay. He and the they stayed there and the young men there, the young men there saw that lady that the visitor has come and they came and said, give us the woman. And they took the woman and went and raped her. They raped her until she died. Is it not evil? The next morning, they came and put the lady, <laughs> the lady crawled. By the time he got to the gate, he was dead. So when they opened the door, the lady was dead, lying in front of and this is one of the tribe that did it, the Benjamin that did it. So he went back, he went to the other tribe. What he did is he cut the woman into 12. And went and gave that body out. And he said, what is this? It has never happened. What does it mean with human parts? Then he said, this is what has happened. Then they inquired from God that should we go against our brothers because they are part of our brother. Know, know that dealing with a Christian, dealing with a brother is more difficult than us. In fact, it is the gate of hell that cannot prevail against the church. If there's any destruction of the church, it's from the within. I am not afraid of the outside world that they can destroy the church. What I'm afraid of the inside. No outside people can destroy the church. Mark it down. 
If they want to destroy the church, they will use insiders. To every group, it's difficult for an outsider, no matter how you are, that can defeat you. Political group, an outsider cannot defeat you. It is insiders. Family, outsider cannot destroy the family. If you fear. Bobby Bekawa. No fear on Tom. No, that's not it. Nephew. <laughs> so, God permitted them. He said, Go against them. And the moment they heard God say, Go against them. They said, wow, we have won the battle. They went against those people and they whipped them. They were beaten. The other tribes were beaten and killed. They said, what? Didn't we ask God? Didn't God say we should go? We inquired from God. God said, go. They came and cried to God. God, why did you say we should go? And we went, should we go again? God said, go again. How many of you would have gone? They went a second time. They were beaten again. Go read the book of Judges. Beaten the second time. How many of you go the third time? They cried and wept because they know the God who they are serving. That that God cannot speak for, you to, for him to fail like that. So it surprised them that God has given them a command and that command has failed. Some of us would even say, hmm. The one that God spoke through that we should go, he's lying. This guy wanted them to kill us. It wasn't God who spoke. It would be a debate. They would debate on that until the next, it would be the, in the air, it would be trending, a trend. But they went back to God. No matter what happens, if you fall down, if you fail once, if you fail twice, then the children of Israel went up and went before the Lord until evening and asked counsel of the Lord, saying, Shall I again draw near for battle against the children of my brother Benjamin? And the Lord said, Go up against him. Aye. Oh, continue, continue. Look at what. So the children, of, the children of Israel approached the children of Benjamin on the second day. Look at what happened. So the children of and Benjamin went up against from Gibeah on the second day and cut down the ground 18,000 more of the children of Israel and this drew the sword. They killed how many people? Huh? 
more than what COVID-19 did to Ghana. One day, 18,000, all those who were strong men, fighters, were killed. Why will God say go to battle and do and heavy loss being inflicted upon you? Some of us have tried certain things and you think it was God and it was God indeed, but it looked like a heavy thing had been inflicted on you. There is going to be. Let's go to the next one. They went back again. Then all the children of Israel, that is in the, uh, that is, all the people went up and came to the house of God and wept. Where did they come? Now they came to God's house. I said, Yankupong, we are going to cry. Because you said, whenever we are afflicted and we come to your house and we cry to you, you will answer us. We went up and came to the house of the Lord and wept. They sat there before the Lord and fasted. How many of you are ready to fast? Sometimes you need to add fasting. And that's why we, are, we, we have central, we have a period where we fast. And fasted that day until evening. And they offered burnt offering and peace offering. Burnt offering and peace offering. If we have some battle with God, we are now settling it. If God is angry with us, we are now settling it. And our peace offering is Christ. And Pinah, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, stood before it in, the, in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of my brother Benjamin? Or shall I cease? And the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I will deliver them into your hand. Today, I said, Go up. The time of delivering your enemy into your hand is now. The time of restoring what belongs to you is now. You see, he said, First, go out. He said, Now, this is the time. Tomorrow, I am going to deliver you. So if God failed to deliver them into his hand, then God have lied. Let me look at, oh, let's, let's, let's look at the battle. And the children of Israel went up, again, the children of Benjamin, on the third day, and put themselves in Ari, against, Ari, uh, yeah, battle Ari, against Gibeah, as at the, at the other time. Oh, continue, 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 quickly, quickly. So the children of Benjamin went out against the people and were drawn out. You see, before then, God gave them the strategy. God said, they didn't ask, sometimes we are quick. The moment we hear God said, hey, I'll make you rich. Then you start running after money. No, 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 no. Wait for God's strategy. God's way. God then showed them 
look, this is how you fight. You should fight the battle. You must divide yourself here. So the children of Benjamin went against the people and were drawn away from the city. Do this. Pull them away from the city. When they move, let them behave like they are defeating you. And when they are defeating you, you people come back, come behind them, and then begin to burn the cities and do this and do that and do that. And let's show, let's look at it. They began to strike down and kill some of the people as at the other times. And in the highways, one of which goes up to Bethel and the other to Gibeah. And in the field, about 30 men of Israel. Oh, continue. I didn't finish. And the children of Benjamin said, they are defeated before us, as at first. But the children of Israel said, let us flee and draw them away from the city to the highways. The battle is a highway battle. <laughs> ha, the Lord is going to fight for them. Let's look at it. So all the men of Israel rose from their place and put themselves in, a, in battle array at Baal Tamar. Then Israel men in ambush burst forth from their position in the plain of Gaba. And 10,000 select men from all Israel came against Gibeah. 10,000 select men, not anybody. So God said, look, you need some select men. <laughs> you need this specific people. They're the ones that can do the job. <laughs> so put them here. These ones are to draw them away and let this one come and do this. And the 10,000 select men from all Israel came against Gibeah. And the battle was fierce. But the Benjamin did not know that disaster was upon them. Sometimes the devil don't know. Your enemy don't know that disaster is upon them. Sometimes he might be doing something against you and as if he's frustrating you and you can't do anything. But look, let me tell you, the time is coming. The time is going to change. And you shall. The Lord defeated who? Who? Who defeated? Who was the one who did the defeat? Who, 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 who defeated the Benjamin? He didn't say Israel defeated Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin. He said the Lord defeated Benjamin before Israel. And the children of Israel destroyed that day 25,100 Benjamites. All this drew the sword. Brethren, you might have been fighting battles and losing battle here and there. But I'm telling you, the final is coming. God is going to restore it. If you have lost and have lost and have lost and have lost, this is the time. You're going to win very big. There's going to be a big winning. Go! The battle will be the Lord. Until you make the battle, the Lord. I am not doing political speech. It is not only saying with your lips that the battle is the Lord. You must act and listen 
and obey and go by the instruction of the one who is fighting. Not you who want to fight in your own way and put God as a stamp. It is the Lord. So I want you first to seek the mind of God, know the strategy of God, and fight according to the way of God. Sometimes we are tempted to fight like how the world fight. Sometimes it's not easy to walk in this world because the whole world lies in corruption. Until you get corrupt, you cannot fit into the system. So what can the uncorrupt and the believer do in the midst of since Adam fell, corruption started. So corruption is not a political thing. Corruption is a spiritual thing. When the fruit, the seed is corrupt, you cannot change it. You change, it will still be the same. But change the seed and righteousness will begin to reign. Today, you have fought battles. You've lost many battles. You are at the edge of giving up. You have fallen both in your business, in your life, in your effort to please God, and you are getting frustrated. Sometimes they call something we call besetting sin. That's on sin is like your brother. As if you are twins. Not that you like it. You don't like it, but you like it. You know this sin is not helping me. But the flesh is ruling you and controlling you. I will tell you how to overcome that in future. It is very easy. So if you are falling to them, giving you the opportunity, rise up. Some of you, because it is like that, you are afraid you go to hell. You think, some of you are thinking that you've sinned a sin that cannot be forgiven. Isn't it? So in this yeah. Some people they sinned 10 years ago, but the thing is a sin of a. He said, This sin, the one Jesus said that it will not be forgiven, either here or in heaven. Am I going to hell? I always tell people the fact that you are concerned about it means that you are not. You have to move out. Anytime there is conviction, that the Holy Spirit is still at work on you. If it's that sin, you won't even think about anything. You'll think, oh, yeah, there's God. You see, you've believed different things. But once that thing hits you, that God aspect keeps on coming, it means that you must return to God. Return to him, and he too 
he will return to you. Finally, battles will be won. The power to overcome your past. I just love it. Proverbs 24, verse 15, that's my last lesson. Verse 15 and 18. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not plunder the resting place. Continue. For the righteous man may what? May fall how many times? How many times? The righteous man may fall seven times and rise what? Again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. If you're righteous, born again, you have Christ's spirit within you. No matter where you are lying, it may be five times, it may be three times, it may be seven times. The Bible says you will rise again. Today, I prophesy upon your life, you're going to rise up again to be what God called you to be. You are not the only person who went through. How many of you have heard about Peter who preached that great message? Before Jesus left, he denied him. And he even thought that he denied him. How many times? He fell three times. <laughs> First time he fell, bah. second time, bah. third time, bah. then the cock crow. He looked at him and started crying. Somebody make a joke. That the cock said, the fowl said, ah, Christmas I die. Easter I die. They kill me. Why? Is it because my mouth, I talk about Peter. That's why they are killing me. But Peter rose up again. So when Jesus rose up, he specifically mentioned the name of Peter because Peter won't have the boldness to go and meet him. He said, go and tell them I'm Peter. Tell Peter that he should come. God is specifically mentioning your name. Sometimes he thought you have failed the master. He said, rise up again. I want to use you. You'll be a tool in my hand. And God will use you as a tool. If Satan had used you as a tool before, Forget it. This time God is going to use you as the greatest tool. God bless you. Amen and amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe that you can also tell as you go out, go to the unbelievers, go to those who are not born again, speak to them. Those who have backslided, go to them. Tell them, God wants to restore them. Tell them, God has not forsaken them. Tell them, God wants them back into the kingdom. Tell them, God wants to use them greatly against the enemy who attacked them. So, these are the people. If somebody has backslided, is not going to church, bring him.
So, this is what I've asked you to go, God have asked us to go and do. And let's go up and do that. Amen. We have come.